guys. Uh, and, and really, can I, I tell you all, sometimes you, you come in, and I know we have some weeks that we're, we're tired, and everybody's sort of same in the, in the same sort of mode, just, oh, I'm here, I made it here. But uh, man, it's really nice when y'all sing, sing out, and, and when a big group sings together. It, it helps the band. I think it gives God honor and glory, and that's sort of why we, we do what we do. Past few weeks, I, I've been up here, and uh, I don't need those quite, quite yet. I might, might need them a little bit. Um, and we were speaking two two weeks ago, and last week we were sort of in in what book? Anybody remember? Philippians. We're in Philippians three, and the point was, now that we're getting back into school, the, the year's begun. What's next? There were four points. The first point was to do what? Press on. That's right. Press on. Come on. Press on. The second point was, if you're here, hold true. Hold true. I heard it. Do not wave. Do it was, it's hold true to what you've attained. What you've learned, hold fast to it. Hold true to it. The third thing was to don't what? Waver. You know, even when you're going the right way and all of a sudden darkness is all that you see, keep going the way you knew was the right way to go. Just even when you can't see clearly keep going that way and it's going to come clear don't waver from the path and what do you do what's the last thing that you do look up do not forget to look up it says that your citizenship is in heaven okay so when when, when those times are tough look up now we're going to be in a different book tonight we're just doing just a one night deal as i was trying to pray about what we're where we're going to be tonight i thought of you and i thought of y'all being in school now uh, and, and for some of you, we have a very large group in our youth group that is homeschool. We have about half our group that's in public, public school. A lot of y'all go to school across the, the street or one that's nearby here. But then half y'all are homeschool. But homeschool doesn't mean what it used to mean. Now homeschool is a thing that's called PEP, where you go off to classes or you do dual enro- enrollment when you're homeschooled. Or you have a thing called classical converse conversation where you go for a day and you spend a day in a classroom so you're you're in an environment a lot of times that's not your home but even if you're you're homeschooled and and you go well i'm at home all the time for school what i'm going to teach tonight applies to everybody because god calls us all to be outside of our home world where we will be in some way what whether we go out to eat or we go to the store we will be in contact with people that do not know the Lord. Now, some of you, even in your homeschool groups and, and pep groups, or if you go to a Christian school, I need to let you know something. Not everybody at that school knows the Lord. Do you understand that? Some of you go, yeah, yeah I know that. Yeah. So, so, so just make sure we keep that context right. So that's sort of what, where we're going to be tonight. Tonight, we're in the book of Matthew. Okay, the book of Matthew. Uh, it's the first book in the New Testament of the Bible. I don't have the page number. I'll give, give it to you. Does anybody have any inkling of an idea who wrote the book of Matthew? Luke. No? Who? Matthew wrote the book of Matthew. Sometimes there's a trick to that question. There's no trick to this one. Um, and and uh, who did he write the book to? Ooh. God's, God said, yeah, who? You know, you know, you know who? who? He, he, he wrote it you know, to everyone, to the world, but it's specifically written to the Jews of that time, convincing them of that, that the Messiah, the Savior, had come and, and what he had done for, for, for them. Now, who is the Messiah that, that, that had come? 
Yeah, that wasn't a trick question. That was one of those, oh, I know that one. Yes, good. Uh, and then the last thing I want to ask is, because context is important. It's important when we get into a book to understand some things about it. What was, G, what was Matthew's re, re, relationship, what type of relationship did he have with G, 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 Jesus Christ? He was a disciple of Jesus. Jesus was his his teacher or his rap, rap, rabbi. He was one of the 12, so he was very close to him for, for th- three years as he sort of learned from him. So we're going to read together in Matthew chapter 5 a thing called the Beatitudes. Okay, that's sort of where it's found, but we're going to be right past that. But it's, it's, it's from um, when he's speaking to a very large crowd, and these are going to be the words of G- 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 Jesus that we read. For some of you, if you've got a Bible that the words of of Christ are in red, well, they'll, they'll be in red during this, but you'll read it in red. Okay, very good. Um, so if you can stand with me together as we read the word together. If you don't have your Bible, there's some spare, there were some spare ones in the aisle, and if not, we should have most of these passages on the screen tonight. Screen on the TV. We're not in church. Um, so uh, Matthew chapter 5, we're just reading verse 14 through 16. It says this. It says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Let's pray real quick. Dear God, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we just ask for you in this time uh, just to reveal to us your truth. Uh, we need you here. You here. I need your help. Uh, and we thank you for the gift of your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody have a seat. Okay. He says a, state, a, a statement. You are, you are the light of the world. Understand what he's saying right here from the start. Okay. He's saying everything apart from God and Jesus is darkness. And you are the light of the world. It's not because... It, Anything that you have done is Jesus Christ who is in you that is the light. But he's doing a very profound statement there. And it's, 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 um, it's the word of God and Jesus in you. Now, does anyone remember, anybody this past week, like a week ago, a storm came through. It was a big storm. It was right around dusk time, but it wasn't dark yet. It was like 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, and we lost power. Well, we did, and all of a sudden, we lost power inside. But outside looked bright. It was like a glowing bright. And we walked outside, and it was the sky was amazing bright, bright color. Did, did anybody else see that? A lot of people did. Because we walked then from our backyard to our front yard, and all down the street, neighbors were all outside just going, whoa. Because it was like eerie. It was almost like, I mean, I wonder if, if the coming of Christ is going to be like that, where it's going to be some powerful something but it was just the sky was amazing if you saw it you were like man this is this is weird amazing god is amazing is sort of what we thought well when that when that happened we our house lost power now it wasn't nighttime but it was sort of dark in our house uh and so immediately my my kids not my bigger kids my small smaller kids just so you don't think noah's running around going because ah! he needed a light uh they ran to get these lantern lights that we have and they're their battery powered and went to flick those on so they, they'd have the light the light with, with, with them. Now, if my kids were to take their light, and, and let, let me grab my phone here, and uh, can somebody 
turn off the lights. Just all four, four buttons. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, good job. Oof, y- y'all see the light? Okay. If my kids were to go, hey, Dad, we got a light to sort of light up the house, and uh, woo, we're good now, right? Yeah. Now, I would go, uh, now, I wouldn't call them dummy because that's not right. I would think that very hard, and then I would, and I would make sure my wife was out of the room, and then I'd call them a dummy, okay? I'd say, no, dummy, you don't do that. You, do, you, you, you hold it up so you can see it. Is that right? Okay, turn the light back on because I can't see anything. Okay, well, I could. <clears throat> now, look at the passage here on what it says again. In verse 14, it says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be, be hidden. Do you understand, it, especially in the days when this was written, a city would be up on a hill so it would be prote- per- protected from, from attacks and, and, and whatnot. And there would be lights, not power, not like street lights like we have, but they would have tor- torches and, and fires to light up the night. And um, when you were far off, you would see the glow of it. You couldn't hide it. It, w- it could not be hidden unless you put out all the light that was on top of the hill because the, the hill was high up. And it, as you would hold the light high up, it would, it would sort of bring light to all that was a- around it. He's saying right here, a city, duh, he's saying, duh, a city set on a hill, that, that's the Greek word there, um, cannot be hidden. Then he says this, nor do pe- people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. Now, um, boy, I skipped the whole part about it, but that's okay. Um, so my question is, as I've read this, this right here, is where at school has begun for all of us. Sort of the summer, everybody's out of whack. There's no, nothing really smooth. But also now, routine has come to our lives. Whether you go to public school or private school or home school, r- routine is now there. And there's folks that are going to come into your life, no matter where you are, that don't go to church, that don't know God, that you are called. If G- G- Jesus Christ is in your life, that you have given You've seen that you sinned and you couldn't get to God on your own and you put your faith and trust in G- G- Jesus Christ, that now you are the light of the world to him. And my question is right now, how are you being a light in the world that you're in? How are we being a light? Because it says in verse 16, and I'll, I'll read this one again before we get to the end. It says this, in the same way, let your light shine before others. Let your light shine. Can I tell you this? If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, your light is already shining. Do you understand that? You just have to let it out. It's nothing that you stir up and do. It's there. You've just got to show it. You've had, a, like my phone, a book on top of your light, and you don't want anybody to see it because you're scared of what they may think of you. Well, God's saying take the book off and let them see the light. Now, we're going to talk about why it's so hard to, to show this light. Um, let your light shine before others. And look, it was so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Not so they can say, oh, man, you are so cool. Man, I just want to be like you. No, they want so they can go, oh, you know what, God, God is pretty cool. Uh, I've got a lot of folks that come to me, uh, and y'all, y'all, if you've ever been a part of my group for any amount of time, some of you are going to freak out about this, but I stutter. I know, I know your son right now going, wait, what? Okay, I do, and um, I, I've spoken for tw- tw- 20 plus years in front of groups, 
And whenever I speak, especially in big church, every time someone will come up to me and go, man, it's, it's amazing that you, um, you, you even stood up there to speak. And I'm thinking, did I sound that bad? But, um, but you know, um, and they go, it's just um, amazing. And I would love for you to meet a friend of mine who has this issue or, or whatever. And, and that's great, but I'm always trying to go, it, I don't do it because Dan's that great. I do it because God's that great. It's God in me. That's partly where I let my light shine. And if God wasn't in me, I would not let that light. I would not do that. No stinking way. Do you understand? Amazing. So how can we be a light to the world? Okay, these are some practical points of how we can be the light to the world in the culture that we're in. And they are not necessarily in this text we're going to talk about, but they're very important points I need to bring up, and they're for everybody. Step one, if you want to be a light in the world that you're in, you've got to do this. Be friendly. Wait, what? Be friend. Well, what? be friendly? Uh, okay, I, I think I can do it. It sounds dumb, but can I tell you we are in a culture today that is insecure like nobody's business, and it's sad. Everybody is scared to sort of to sort of show their cards and even show a little joy on their face because some may say they're weird or they're, dude, don't act dumb because you know, I'm having a bad day and I want you to have a bad day too. And we're in, insecure about ourselves, so we, we hold that in. I, um, I have been, been running consistently consistently now for four years and nine months. I'm, I'm running away from my old self in a lot of ways because Dan likes to eat, and that's what I'm trying to run away from. So I'm, I'm running four years and nine months. I'm in the Timber Creek neighborhood. And so over four years and nine months, I run, I've, I've run approximately 20 miles a week. Now, over four years and nine months, I think that's 243 weeks. Now, if you add that up, that's 4,830. 30 miles. That's per, that, that, that's good, right? I'm like, it, man, I've run around the world twice. Not really, but I like to say that. Okay? Do you know how many pe- 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 people that I've passed over those 4,800 and whatever miles in their cars, in their yards, or on their bikes or as, to, as they walk? And can I tell you this? At almost every one of them, I wave. It's just old school thing that, that I grew up doing. It was from the town we did. You saw someone, you passed them, you waved. You, you said hi. Can I tell you the first two years how many waved back? Maybe one in ten. Almost the same amount that gave me the bird. Okay? I'm serious. I mean, just some people would just be like, and then I want to knock it. You're like, okay. But, but really, one in ten, the rest of them would just sort of look at me and almost wreck the car because they've never seen someone wave at them or thinking I'm having a heart attack. They speed up and go around me. You know, I may have looked bad because I was really, I was struggling. Um, one in ten would wave. When, I, when you go, when I go to a, bu- a bus stop uh, and, and there's kids there, if I wave at a group of kids at a bus stop, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They're like, there's something wrong with that guy, you know? So, you know, I'm just trying to wave more at him. Hey, you know? And, um, and can I, t- I, I'll tell you this. This is a, a side note. Sil- Sylvie lives on, in our, 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 our block. And uh, she's at the bus stop. She's one of the kids. And nothing will stop her from waving at me every stinking time. Everybody else is like this. And Sylvie starts, starts waving. She started waving when she first saw me waving. And I love it. I mean, I, friendly. Can, do you all agree she is fr- friendly? Man, she's friendly. Um, now, four years have passed. Can I t- tell you I've changed the 
culture that I live in. I'm known, I'm not known as Dan Walsh or a, a pastor here at the church. I'm known as the guy who runs with the visor on our, um, our street. I used to wear a headband and wife made me stop because I look too, I look, she, she said I look too hot or something. Um, so, so now can I tell y'all this? I would bet eight out of ten or more wave at me now. They used to not wave at all. Dan hasn't done a great thing. I just sort of tried. I just kept, I'm, I'm going to wave at you just because it's just the nicest thing to do. And if my mom saw me not wave at somebody, she would pop the tar out of me. I mean, you know what? Like, okay, good. Um, yeah, I was thinking, I haven't wrote my notes here. This is how many bus stops I've been by where you get the stank eye from a, you, y'all are good at it, man. It's just, and this is the God honest truth. Do you know that all bullies or folks that aren't friendly or nice, the problem with everybody, including yourself, is that you're in, insecure about yourself. That why, that's why someone is a bully and they push someone down to stand up tall, taller, feel better about them. It's all about insecurity. And man, it rules our life. We've got to be friendly. Galatians 5.22 says, says this. Uh, and my Joseph just just learned this for a class um, at school or something, and he, he said to me, I said, dude, he was saying, saying it to me at the soc- soccer field. I was like, I can use this for my, uh, my sermon. Uh, it says this, for the fruit of, of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and, and self-control. There's nine things. Do you understand four of those, love, joy, kindness, and gentleness? Gen- Gentleness all have to do with being friendly. Four of the nine fruits of the Spirit. Man, we've got to learn to be a people that are friendly. Because if we're not friendly, you're never going to be a light. You're never going to be a light light to them. And I'm not saying you go up and hug everybody. That's weird. Okay? Don't just go up and, I'm doing this for church. (laughs) Really weird. Stop it. Okay? Um. So my, my first challenge, challenge is be friendly. Be willing to wave or smile even as you go at school. Be friend, change. You can change the culture at your school. You, especially a group, you can do it. No doubt you, you, you can. And a lot of times, man, we have a lot of guests in here, and it is hard in any youth, youth, youth group to come in and sort of be a guest. Your first time here, first week, next week. And a lot of you I know well, and, and man, you are very nice. But can I say that you need to be friendlier? And and you go, but man, I don't know what to say. I get it. Who knows what to say? Everybody's uncomfortable. But, but here's some tips. What do I say? Hi, my name is. Could everybody do that? Fill in the blank. Don't put mine in. Okay. Get struck by lightning. Um, things that you can ask. Hey, what grade are you in? You can do that. What school do you go to? Do you like to play sports? Do you like to watch, watch sports? What's your favorite NFL team? There's things that you can ask just to begin, just to be nice and be friendly. Do we understand that? And group, 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 stay with me. Work, work on it because if we aren't friendly, we'll never be the light of the world to a world that needs somebody who's friendly because the world's not. The world's getting meaner and meaner, and they will be attacking to you, and that is no that doesn't give you the right to not be friendly even when they are attacking to you. Step two, first step, be friendly. Do you get that? Be friendly. Second, 
have knowledge. Okay, what in the world does that mean? Can I tell you, we can't point someone to God. Um, If we can't point someone to God with the word of God, we're not really going to be the light. There's a quote that many great men and folks not so great, I'm sure, have have said a quote was from from St. Francis of Assisi is the the guy's name. And this is the quote that they say that he says. He says, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary use words. Preach the gospel at all times when necessary. So what that means is, hey, live out your faith so strongly that you don't have to speak and they understand who God in Christ is. That can't happen. And this is actually a misquote. There's no proof or anything. They actually have found a quote that is like a tenth of this statement they think is from this guy and it's sort of been pulled together if you look i just did if you go 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 back back one this is all over the place going hey i need to get this plaque and it's a great phrase but i've used this phrase i mean i've heard this phrase as an excuse for for folks going well i don't really speak it because I, i i live it out well if you don't speak out your faith they're not going to get it part of being the light is speaking out communicating you go you know, you got to be ver- verbal, and that's either with your voice or with your hands doing sign sign language. There's got to be some way that you speak out your faith. In 1 Peter 3.15, it says this, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Always be prepared. Now, don't answer out loud at this at all, but how well did you do at that, that little thing when I said, hey, on those cards, can you write out how you had shared the gospel with the word of God? Okay, just do it. it's just something to think about because I think some of you have more knowledge about this than you think you know. I need everybody to stand up, okay? For some of you, if you're new, this may be new and you'll, you will learn it. I'm going to go... Go through it once myself, and then you can can jump along with it. And it, it says this. It, the first verse is Romans 3.23, and it's this. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, now everybody else stop for a second, because if you're new, I want you to, to see this. It's, it's for all. We all. Okay, everybody have sinned. This is like the devil. Ooh, devil, have sinned and come short. Sorry if you're this short. We're calling you short. Of the glory of God. Okay? That's the first verse. If, if you want to even begin to share your faith, hey, do you understand we all sin and we all come short of the glory of God? And then Romans, so let's do, no, I'm going to we'll walk through them all, all first and then we'll go through it as a group. Romans 6, 23 says, says, says this. It says, for the wages of sin, ooh, that again, is death. Okay, guns, but we don't shoot people here. But, okay, but, small but, but the gift of God is etern- et- et- eternal life through Jesus, do a J and a C, Christ our Lord. J-C, our Lord, Jesus Christ. That's who it's through. So that verse says this, for the what you earn, the wages of sin is death. We all sin, and what we earn from sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
very important, very huge. This is the gospel right here, and a lot of you in this room, you know it. You, you, you could share this with someone. You might be going, hey, watch this. <laughs> okay, try to get the words out, not just the emotions. Okay, I want you to have fun with it. Now, um, now a verse I didn't write down here, but I thought about it uh, as we came in here tonight. It's a verse you've all seen. You've seen what's the verse you see on football fields by the uh, John 316? Woo! Okay, and so I don't remember the emotions to this at all, but I'm making it over right now. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. One son, right? That whosoever believes, let's do b- 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 believes, because we're, we're embracing him. Believes in him shall not, not perish, so not perish, right? But have a, a circle, everlasting life. Because a circle never ends, right? Everlasting life, okay? So, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever, someone's like doing this, that's good. Whosoever believes and embraces, believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Okay, that's John 3.16. That's huge. That's the gospel is what we are sharing. This is what, if you're a believer, if you put your faith in Christ, this is what you believe. And it, to, to be a light, we've got to have knowledge. What, what knowledge? The word of God to share our faith. Next, next verse, and we're just going to jump to it, Romans 10, 13. There's really 9, 10, and 13, but we're only going to share 13 right here. This is an oldie but a goodie. No, we're jumping back. John 14, 6. Oh, curveball. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Okay, that's, that's what he said. He said, there's no way to God except through me. You can think, well, there's many ways to God. No, if you believe the word of God, it says there's only one way, and that's through the Son of God. Okay, clear as day. Then we go to, to, to Romans 10, 9, 10, 13, but we're only going to use 13, which says this, for all who call, 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 on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Okay, now this, now let me explain to you so that are going, they're smoking crack. Okay, let me explain what's going on. You go for all who, like a phone call, 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 call. Now, it, now it's this. Now you do this nowadays, but we'll do the old school phone call, call. And we, we do, we, we've always done a crow sound for that. It's just fun, right? Call, 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 call. On the name of the Lord, you're taking a, a, a safe, safety, life, not a life preserver, a, a circle thing. Lifesaver. <laughs> that makes sense. Thank you. You're taking that with a rope on it, and they're about to drown, so you're throwing it out to them. But you're on a tall ship, and it's going to take them a while to get it. So that's why when you go, shall be saved. Okay, it's got to hit before they're saved because there's a ah! Okay, that's what we're doing. That's the way that works. So, have knowledge. John, John, Romans 3, 23, the first one says this. What? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Okay, that's great. Romans 6, 23 says what? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through 
Jesus Christ, our Lord. Very good. John, oh, this will be scary. John 3, 6, 6, 16 says what? For God, do it slow, so love the, the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That was good. Y'all did good there. Thanks for helping that. Okay, so then John 14, 6 is, are there a lot of ways to God? No, there's just one. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's what he said. You can point up, I, I, you need know, to me, and then go, me, <laughs> him. Okay, okay. So then the last one's Romans 10, th- 13, that says what? For all who call, 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 on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, sit down. Good job. Give yourself a hand. That was our, that was our, um, our Zoom. Zumba slash uh, aerobic exercises for the evening. How many in this room knew at least two two of those? You know, you think knew who knew three of them, four of them. Okay, that's still great. That's still great. You've got a knowledge of it. I know y'all think Dan is sometimes dumb, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. And we do these things. Why in the world are we doing? Woo! <laughs> call, call, call! <laughs> yeah. Why are we doing that? There's a point to that because I want it to stick in your brain so when you're 88 years old and you got your great, great, great grandkid sitting on your knee, you're going, call, call, call. Oh, can you pick up my teeth or something? I mean, I want you to do that with your kids. I want you to, it to be ingrained in you so greatly. We're called to be a light of the world. Be friendly. Guys, we've got to be friendly, and it's hard. It's hard, but he's worth it. God's worth it and we have the chance you have the chance to make an impact a great positive impact in those around you someone that you don't even know your smile your wave your handshake your small talk can mean the world to someone who's just in need that's going man i can't make it through today and you might be what they need don't miss that be friendly have knowledge and the last thing look here at verse 16 again matthew 5 16 Sydney, if you can stick that up, that's still working, yep. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Step three, and someone will say, you never say this in a message. Step three, do good. Do good. I want them to see my good works and for it to point them to God. And in order for them to see my good works, I've got to choose to do good. And it's every day you're fighting to do it. This is um, what else it says in, in, in Galatians 6.10. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially those who are in the household of faith. And let us do good to everyone. It says in Ephesians 2.10, for we are his work, workmanship, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God's prepared beforehand for you to walk in good works, to do good. Isaiah 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 17 says this, Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, father, father, and plead the widow's cause. Learn to do good, 
something you've got to fight to do. Why, why do I want you to do good? So it will point them to God. So they will see the light in you and it, they'll go, okay, there's something about this guy because he's not living like everybody else that I know. Do you understand? Um, it's my belief, and this is an opinion of mine, that in most youth groups and even ch- churches in the, the U.S., everybody's going the same way and it's going the way with the world. We're like a bunch of cows going to slaughter and we're okay with, with, with it. We're just buying in. Well, it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this show and I'm going to do this stuff and it's okay. I'm just, just like the world. And God's saying, there's a point if you're going to let your light shine that you're going to go against the flow of the crowd. And can I tell you, for you to let your light shine, you can't keep doing what everybody else is doing. Your light will never shine. It will never be bright enough to have an impact on anybody. You've got to go against what everybody else is doing because they're going to slaughter. They're going to die. And you can fight against that and go, man, I want to live for God with everything that I have. There's a, um, there's a skit, uh, skit Guys video we're going to close with tonight. And uh, some of you even within the past year may have shown this. There's a little bit more to it than um, as long as the, uh, the power stays on, we will watch it. Um, but... Uh, it talks about be, being a light where you are. And it, it, it's a few points, and I want you to keep in mind, as you watch this, okay, God, I know you're, you're, if you're a believer in Christ, he's calling you to be the light where you are. And, and now think about, as you watch this, who do I need to be the light with? There's some people that you know, some you don't know, because we need to be the light all the time. But there's some you need to go, you know what, I need to start to pray for them and, and do what I can to honor God. So watch this video. Make sure we got sound on it. So much of who I am started in high school. Um, I had two best friends, and uh, me and Tommy, Tommy was my best friend since ninth grade. Okay, now, I've spliced two, two clips together, so he's going to talk, and then it's going to go to, there's two videos I've merged because I like parts of both of them, and there's an ending in one, so you're, gonna, you're going to uh, do the video right abo- above this one where he's in the hallway first and then we'll go to the next one. There's like a minute. Now he's going to repeat some stuff in the second video. Don't get confused. He's just doing the same story to a different crowd. You got it? Sid? Go for it. It's been 20 years since I graduated high school. Tonight's the big 20 year class reunion. Do I look like I've been out of high school for 20 years? Okay, never mind. I answered my own question. If I'm not mistaken, this right here, this was Mrs. Tomlinson's geometry class. And now it's a science lab. But okay, this class, I was never very good in geometry and I'd always protest, why do I need geometry? I'll never use geometry in all my life. And she'd always smile at me and say, wait till you get older, you'll be glad you did this. And you know what? I still never use it. The real reason why I came down this hallway was to find a locker. One, two, here, right here. This locker, this was Stacy Bell's locker. She was a... my best friend in high school. She introduced herself to me when I was in seventh grade. She like picked me out of a crowd, it seemed like. But you know, we became friends. I mean, we shared everything together. We were supposed to bring pictures of high school memories and stuff like that. Okay, I brought a picture of uh, me and Stacy at our senior prom. Um, I know, I look like Harry Potter. But if there was one person that I could see at this 20 year reunion, it'd be her. She changed my life in some way. 
much of who I am started in high school. Um, I had two best friends, and uh, me and Tommy, Tommy was my best friend since ninth grade, and we started doing stuff. We started doing skits in church on Wednesday nights and stuff like that. Then we started traveling. Um, can you give a picture of me and Tommy in high school? Yeah, that's us right there. Full head of hair right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tommy with his little paisley tie and suspenders. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Tommy, Tommy was a buddy of mine that I was very closed. I had a wall, very sheltered. But Tommy really was a buddy to me. And um, through, his, through his Christian love, he really just helped me to be a better person. I also had another friend. Her name was Stacy Bell. And she was a friend since I've known since seventh grade. She was also a Christian. And uh, this is us right here uh, at prom. Yeah. I, I look like Harry Potter right there. Yeah. Totally, yeah. But um, Stacy was the type of girl, since seventh grade, since I knew her, she came up to me, up to my locker in seventh grade. I was a real shy guy. Um, came up to me, befriended me, told me who she was, and I didn't get it. I mean, I didn't become a believer until I was a senior in high school, but I didn't really understand everything she was about. But she totally reached out to everybody. I mean, community was her school, and she did not care about cliques. She did not care about what other people thought of her. She knew who she was in Christ. And it was amazing watching her in high school. Part of her legacy is still with me to this day. Um, when I think about Stacy, one thing that she did so well, like I said, was just go up to people. Um, there was a person in high school, and his name was Dennis. And this is, this is their story. Hi. My name is Dennis. And um, I know it's okay if you laugh. Some people get uncomfortable with me. I see some of you in the halls before, but I was supposed to tell you a story. Um, I was walking through school the other day, and I dropped my books. And um, that's probably not a big deal for you, but for me, it's a major production. And I'm standing there looking at my books, wishing I could use the force or something, you know, to get them back up. And this pretty girl walks up, and she said, can I help you with your books? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so she picked up my books and she said, I I'll carry them to your class, you know? And I was like, hey, who am I to keep a pretty girl from carrying my books to class, you know? And so we get there and she sits down and we're talking for a little while. She said her name was Stacy. And I was like, hi, ah, my name's Dennis, you know? And Anyway, right before the bell rings, she said, Hey, me and some of my friends are going roller skating tomorrow night. Do you want to go? And I was like, I don't do so well on wheels, you know. And she, said, she said, That's all right. I will help you. And I said, Okay, you know. So that night came and her mom picked me up at my house and took us to the roller skating rink. I don't know who was more scared, me or the guy that I handed my money to and said, size nine and a half, please, you know? <laughs> Stacy helped me get my roller skates on, and for the most part, I, I just sat there and watched everybody skate. But it was really cool just to be there with other kids and to be a part of something, you know? And then Stacy skated over to me. She said, Dennis, come on, come skating. And I was like... Nah, that's cool, I'm good, I'm good, you know. And she's like, come on, I will help you. And I said, okay. So Stacy helped me. We got out on the roller skating rink, and this leg went that way, and this leg went that way, you know. And 
I made it all the way around twice. It was so cool. After we had finished, Stacy's mom took me home, and as I was getting out of the car, Stacy said, Hey, Dennis, tomorrow afternoon, having some friends over. We're going to swim and eat out. You want to come? And I was like, Yeah, I don't do so well in water either, you know? <laughs> she said, That's okay. I will help you. So I went. My mom dropped me off at Stacy's house, and for the first part, I just kind of sat out on the lawn chair, just feeling the sun on my body felt so good. And then Stacy was swimming in the pool, and she said, Dennis, come on in. And I was like, no, no, that's okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. She said, come on. I will help you. I said, okay. So I got down in the shallow end, and we're standing there, and I was like, you know, woo, you know. And Stacy said, come on in a little deeper. And I said, no, uh -uh. She said, come on, Dennis, I will. And I went, I know, I know, you will help me, okay, you know. And so she held out her arms, and she let me float for a while. It was, it was incredible. After we finished swimming, we were eating hamburgers, you know, and Stacy was talking, and she was telling about her dreams and the stuff she wanted to do with her life, you know. And she looked at me. She said, hey, Dennis, tell me about your dreams. I was like, I don't really have any dreams. She said, come on, everybody has dreams. And I was like, no, not me, no. She just kept persisting, and I got kind of frustrated at her. And so finally I told her, I said, okay, Stacy, you want to know my dream? I'll tell you my dream. I said, in my dream, this old leg is straight like everybody else's. And in my dream, this old hip is right in place like everybody else's. And in my dream, these old hands, they are not crippled anymore. And I can run and jump and walk in the hallways and carry my books and nobody looks at me funny. And I said in my dream, I don't need these old glasses to see anymore. And I said in my dream, my mouth is normal, just like everybody else's. And in my dream, I don't stand out. Nobody looks at me, laughs at me. But then I realize it's just a dream. Stacy sat there silently. All of a sudden, she looked at me and she said, that's the dumbest dream I've ever heard. I was all like, hey, you sure know how to make a cripple guy feel good, you know? She said, no, Dennis, you don't get it. You are one of God's original masterpieces. And I said, no, Stacy, you don't get it. I'm a joke is what I am. She just shook her head at me. She said, Dennis, you're so busy looking at the outside. She said, we all have handicaps, Dennis. It's just easier to see yours. She said, but God doesn't look as man looks. For man looks on the outward appearance, but God, he looks on the heart. And she's right. Changed my outlook that day. I guess it was like three weeks later or so, Stacy invited me to go to church with her. 
surprise. <laughs> but I went there, and I found out why she was the way she was. Because of all the people that were a part of her life and helped her overcome her handicaps. To tell you today, you are God's original masterpiece. And you may not feel like it, and you may say, hey, Dennis, you don't get it. You don't know what my handicap is. And I say, no, I don't. But don't worry, because God is saying to you right now, I will help you. Thank you. You know how I said there was one person I want to see at this reunion? Stacy? She's not here. She's not coming. When I think about her, I think about Galatians 6.10. She epitomizes this. Therefore, as we have opportunities, let us do good for all people. She was just good. She found opportunities to love God and love others. I use it in the past tense because uh, Stacy, she died in a car wreck our freshman year in college. Jesus gave us visual in Matthew 10, 42, and he talks about kindness and compassion. It's almost as if you give a cup of cold water to somebody. That's what she did for me. She gave me a cup of cold water, and she pointed me toward God. She did it for me. She did it for a lot of people. She had a bumper sticker that said, my life is dedicated to saving your life. I'm part of her legacy. So much so, I'm still talking about it 20 years later. set on a hill cannot be hidden now not do uh, uh, not do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house in the same way let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven you are the light of the world I've I've uh, raised my voice a lot not yelling but been loud so I hope I haven't scared you but can I tell you this I love you I know it's hard, uh, and if, if you go, man, just pray for me, or man, I've got a friend I'm trying to work on, talk to adults, talk to me, we, we love you, we're rooting for you, man, just press on, hold true, don't, don't waver and look up, let's pray, we'll dismiss, dear God, I thank you so much for tonight, chance just to get into your word and uh, to talk about some practical truths of what it means to be a light, and Lord, help us to be friendly and to just, uh, when insecurity will rise up in us, Lord, help us to, to find our security in you and, and fight ahead. Uh, Lord, help us to make uh, re relationships count. Uh, help us to be the light, uh, not for ourselves, but so that when others see the good works that we do, may they want to know more about you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Help us stay dry. Amen. All right, y'all have a great week. Small groups on Sunday.